Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Faith Family Finance, the podcast. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. We have a great one for you today as we continue. Let's get it. Welcome, 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 everyone. So excited again to be uh, doing this. Uh, I have to admit that I really, really enjoy podcasting. I think it's, I don't know if I, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Every time I'm, I'm, I'm uh, preparing an episode or whatnot, I'm really, really enjoying doing this. Today, I have a special guest in the studio with me and uh, as we're continuing uh, we're mostly on the family um, vibe Uh, you guys heard there was an interview with my oldest my first son Abraham and um, there's another interview coming soon with my uh, second boy which is in Mazatlan Mexico as we speak so we will have an interview with him soon which is going to be live from Mexico which is pretty cool but today I have, uh, he's part of the twins, but he's the firstborn in the twin. He came first, uh, 10 minutes different. And uh, on the 16th today of February, he's 16 years old. I love him to death. Israel Melchizedek Aristide. You're welcome to the show, son. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I have to say... Me and Melky, we when we have conversations, we have some good conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, we get into it. So I, I really, really, really excited for this uh, podcast. And you will see that he's he's 16, but he's an old soul. He's a guy that reflects a lot. He thinks. Uh, he's a heavy thinker. You know what I mean? Like I, I believe he's gonna be like a thought leader. You know, the guys who really think things through. He just doesn't blurt things out which is really 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 cool so uh israel what is uh you know what i mean first and foremost before we get into all the questions uh you know uh, what do you love introduce yourself a little bit just you tell us a little bit about who you are uh your future plans a little bit you know you're going to college soon and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so just just talk a little bit just real quick kind of introduce yourself a little bit well, uh, I'm Israel Melchizedek Aristide, um, and uh, kind of my future plans right now, I'm, I'm going into computer science at Dawson College. Woohoo! So <laughs> that's kind of like, really like I found my passion in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going right now. That's, that's pretty really cool. what I'm looking forward to right now. Really. And you're going to Dawson College. Mm-hmm. What's up with that, man? Why why Dawson? Well, okay, so, like, because we have a lot of family in Montreal. True. And so, when me and and Gabriel, my older brother, when we, like, were talking about 
the future and where we wanted to do, right? Um, we thought, like, why not, you know, have this, like, new experience, right? Going to Montreal, we get to be, like, surrounded by family there, too. And we get to go to, like, Dawson College, you know? It's Dawson College, like, <laughs> you know? That's right. So I'm going there with him, and uh, it's going to be an adventure, you know? That's awesome. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, I have to say that, indeed, speaking of passion, uh, man, you... you like um, you lit up, man. Computer science, comp- everything computers. Like you, you lit up. Like I can see. I remember you post, uh, pre sorry, pre computer science, computer stuff, whatever. And now post computer, it's like you lit up. You know what I mean? It's like man, like. And I, I have to say first and foremost, I have to give a, a huge big up to to Israel right now because if you guys don't know. Um, I enjoy music. I love uh, recording music. So I have a, a little studio in the house downstairs and I have a Hackintosh. Okay. Uh, I used to have a Mac before to do some stuff and whatever, whatnot. But anyway, I got a Hackintosh. And I remember sharing this with Melky because I was having issues because things would freeze up on me all the time, all that kind of stuff. And then that that little man right here like we ordered he ordered the part he did that he ordered the parts told me exactly what i needed put the computer together from scratch put the whole thing together a hackintosh so if you guys understand what that is it's like a it's a pc when you think it looks like a pc but it's a mac you know uh in there in terms of the operating system he put it all together and this thing works like clean (laughs) clean clean i was so impressed like puts it all up together in one day just put it all up i went out i had to do some stuff came back everything was up and running Mm -hmm. everything was nice and smooth so big ups to you for that my friend that that was really really beautiful so thank you yeah yeah very very impressed (laughs) with your work (laughs) so so uh, i don't know if you do that for a business but if you guys need a new system uh the computer or whatnot i don't know i'm just putting it out there you know uh you know well i guess at the end of the interview we'll put your handles and all that kind of stuff so if people want to reach out you never know you know what i mean there might be a parent out there that's trying to do something that's not as expensive you know what i mean and we can put something together for them right awesome so you are uh technically number three in the you know in the in the kids mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you came with your sister but you were 10 minutes ahead of her so you're number three uh how was it growing up in a house with five kids how was it how not just how was it when you were young but how is it like how is it in general how was it how is it i think that it like it helped me just be more like because i know like a lot of people that are like only childs right mm-hmm. and like I, I can only imagine like how you know how like because there's there's no one like there's some things that i just want to talk to like with my older brother or with my sister or with my younger brother right and like if you just like can't you can't do that or you that can't like hang out with your siblings like i just i can't imagine that you know mm-hmm. i just like i don't know who would I, I would be without all my siblings so so i guess it was a great experience for you exactly yeah. that's cool 
you know, I find sometimes people, uh, you know, whenever I tell them I got five kids, like, oh my gosh, you got five kids. And it, it's like, a, you know what I mean? But I have to say, like, man, it's been a great experience. You know what I mean? Up to now. I mean, it's been a great experience and I can't, I can't complain at all. Um, and, and for you, um, you know, you kind of fall technically in the category of the middle child almost, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because there's two before you and then there's you and then there's two after you kind of deal. So you technically kind of fall into the, the, the middle child, you know, syndrome kind of deal. But did you, did you ever feel kind of awkward? You know what I mean? Kind of different, you know what I mean? Or, you know, growing up, you know what I mean? Like, did you ever feel that syndrome or whatever, whatnot? Not really, like, because, like, the whole thing is that, like, you would feel, like, left out kind of, right? Mm -hmm. But to me, it was not really like that. It was more like I would either get lumped in with, like, the three younger kids <laughs> or get lumped in with the three older kids, you know? That's right. So that would be kind of the thing. You were pushed over into mm -hmm. either side. Which side did you prefer the most? When I was younger, definitely the three older kids. I preferred being called that for sure. But... At this point, like, doesn't really doesn't matter. matter. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you guys are like 16 now. The youngest is going to be 15 in June. Mm -hmm. So soon, you know, by the time you guys are up there, like, it doesn't even matter anymore. Age at that point become just a number, as they say, yeah. you know. Um, that's pretty cool, man. You, you know, like, in, in, this, um, in this show, like, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I ask people questions and stuff like that. But we talk about life. You know what I mean? We talk about faith, family, finance. We talk about all these things, and 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 we're real. You know what I mean? We want we the goal at the end of the day is I want to make sure that this will help somebody. You know what I mean? This will help some kind of family, yeah. uh, someone that's going out. The, you know what I mean? That's that might be going through something and whatnot. And uh, you know, like I have to say this: like in growing up as well with five kids, everyone is 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 unique. Everyone is, you know, their own person. And, you know, and you're, you're basically in a relationship, um, you know, with all, with everybody else, but you're also in a relationship with your parents, right? So you have to deal, you kind of have to manage a whole bunch of different relationships. That's basically what we're doing. So, so what were the, what were the hardest thing for you, um, you know, in your personality, in who you are, I'm going to let you disclose some of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But what was the hardest thing in terms of your past, your personality uh, dealing with the others? Well, the biggest thing for me is that, like, I'm very, like, how do I say this? Like, introverted. I'm like, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. I can thrive on my own, right? Yeah. And... Sometimes that like became my downfall, right? Because mm. I would always try to do things myself. You know, I would always, you know, I can deal with this myself, whatever. Mm. When it just wasn't true, you know. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point you're bringing up there. But so, so, can you can you give us like um, kind of an example of of such a thing, if, whatever you can, you know, give online. But can you give us such as an example of? certain things that you were trying to deal on your own and stuff like that and realize crap you know you know my personality at this point is kind of like mm -hmm. not helping me here yeah mm -hmm. so kind of like when i was in middle school and like 
grade seven, mm-hmm. I would like, I would always try to like fit in with other people, right? And mm-hmm. I would always try to like become like this different person so I can fit in with those people, right? Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, I would always say to myself like, this is my problem, you know? I need to fix this on my own, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it just wasn't true. Like, all I need to do was ask for help, you know? Uh, man, that, I have to say, like, this this one was a, this one was, this one was a, I don't think it was hard, but I could see that you were different. Like, I know you. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my, I know my son. I could, I could tell you were going through something, but you know, there was no, we weren't communicating mm-hmm. what it was at the time. And I remember when we shared about homeschooling and I asked you if you wanted to, you know, go back to that or whatnot, or, you know, like, how do you, so, okay, let me put it to you this way first, like before we move to something else, but just, just as we're continuing to set up this thing here, how for you, how was it in your personality because you're an introvert mm-hmm. you know i'm obviously an extrovert like i'm i'm out there mm-hmm. how was it how is it for you dealing with a guy like me you know like for me as your father how was it for you like you know what i mean or how is it now you know what i mean like how was and how is it now in terms of you know dealing with somebody that's like in your face you already know I mean mm-hmm. and you're more like an introvert well i guess like go easy on me <laughs> it's not like a bad thing you know mm-hmm. because when you have like someone that like contrasts you right mm-hmm. it helps you like see the other side good point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i guess that helped me in a way for sure mm-hmm. for sure for sure absolutely i mean you know what you're saying here is is very profound because if, if we all looked at things the exact same way, I think life would be boring. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> things would be very boring if we all saw it, you know, the exact same way. So we need to have, you know, different point of views. Did you ever feel overwhelmed by, by you know, my presence? You know what I mean? By my fathering. You know what I mean? Did you ever feel overwhelmed? As a pastor's kid, because you're a PK, right? A lot of people know I used to pastor. You're a PK. Did you ever feel overwhelmed in terms of, you know, over, you know, with me, like the overbearingness of my voice, just overbearing? Did you ever feel like that? Not really, no. I don't think so. Not with like, not with you, but I there were like a lot of expectations, you know, Mm -hmm. because of who you are, right? So there was like expectations of me and like that was something that I was, that I really struggled with. So dealing with the expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. We, we need to get it deeper in this one. We need to so get into this one. Hey, close your phone, man. This is a silence, bro. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is a day of you. This is my show, man. What's up? <laughs> so, so, Dealing with expectations. Mm-hmm. As an introvert, being yourself, you know what I mean? Um, how how did you... What did you do in order to deal with that? What did I do? I... 
Some hard questions. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah, what do you think? This is, this is real, man. This is... Uh, I got plenty of time because, you know, go ahead. I, I realized that those expectations, I didn't have to like, not necessarily like, like I didn't have to change like who I was in order to meet those expectations. Mm. And mm. it was just like, just like, I don't know when it happened, but it was just a realization point that just, you know, I can That's be right. myself. I can be who I am. That's right. You know? That's right. I mean, all throughout growing up and you can testify to that, that I've always said like, you know, we, got, we need to be real, mm -hmm. right? We need to be a hundred. We need to be real so that, you know, uh, I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Like my son is someone else out there and then someone the same way you wouldn't like it if I was someone else out there and someone else inside here. Right. So we, we've always talked about being real. And I feel like it's so easy nowadays for for kids to kind of like develop a whole new personality and stuff because everything is online. Right. Mm -hmm. So so sometimes you, you could be so much more courageous online then you would be face to face kind of deal. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I feel like it's so easy for kids nowadays to, to develop a whole new persona, like a whole new person really behind the computers, behind all that kind of stuff than who they really are. Mm -hmm. What would you think about that? It's so true. Like there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, they would like say one thing behind the screen because like they feel, they feel like confident enough because you know, you're anonymous, right? But it's not true. You're not anonymous at all. That's right. You know, it's easy to find anyone, you know? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can find you, like, real, real quick. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, it's so funny how I didn't think that phase of my life would come so fast where when I need something now, when it comes to computers, whatever, I don't even think. I, uh, somebody call Israel, please. <laughs> <laughs> call Israel. Uh, ask him. Because if he tells you it's good, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. But it's, it's just so funny how, you know, kids nowadays can, you know, feel a certain way when, it, when they're behind that screen, thinking that they can stay anonymous, but really they're not. And, um, you know, and yet, you know, develop something. But the... I think the trick in that as well is that when you do something repetitively, when you repetitively, you know what I mean? When you're doing this, you kind of develop, you're developing something there, mm -hmm. right? You're, you're developing something like, I mean, if you keep repeating the same things over and over, it gets becoming a habit. You yeah. know what I mean? So what, what would you say to that in terms of, you know, uh, young kids your age and younger, you know what I mean? Kind of developing that kind of a habit. It's like very unhealthy to have two different you, you know, mm. to have one you that, that that wouldn't like do any of those things. Right. And a different like because then at some point, like it's going to cross over because it becomes like something that you're so used to. Right. Mm -hmm. And for example, like there's like kind of internet like slang words, you know, mm -hmm. that you use on the Internet. Right. So if like something like something bad happens or something mm -hmm. right you would just type f mm -hmm. on the thing but it's like f to pay respects or whatever because it came from like a game where you like you press f to pay respects right mm -hmm. and sometimes i literally catch myself like at school if something happens i'm, I'm just like i say f 
Oh my gosh. Like F, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's so like, you know. Wow. It's so weird, like, but it's like it's a habit that crosses over. That crosses over. Yeah. That's a good point. My goodness. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. When you said F, I got scared there for no, a second. I was like, just, oh boy, like, do I have to bleep this or something? No, no. <laughs> All right, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say I got scared for a second. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, like one thing I find, like I, I want to go back to what we were saying a bit earlier. So you said for you, there was a realization at one point that you just, you know, it just clicked for you. You know what I mean? Like in terms of being who you are, mm-hmm. the fastest you can get there when you're a young man growing up, you know, you can find who you are, finding yourself, your identity, I think is the most important thing mm-hmm. because from that will stem a lot of your actions and stuff that you're going to do, right? So so did you have any help in, you know, other than me or mommy, did, did you have any help in terms of realizing and finding out who you were? The biggest thing for me that helped me find myself mm-hmm. is just spending time with myself, you know? Mm. Because when you spend time with like someone else, right? You get to know them. You know, you start to get to know them. That's it's right. Just, it's the same thing with yourself, you know? So so what do you mean by spending time with yourself? Talk a little bit about just that. Just like... That's very good, man. You know... Being alone with you. Being alone with me, yeah. Just mm. being like... Having my own thoughts and just like, you know. That's right. I, I I call this meditating. Meditating, yeah. You know what I mean? Like being Meditation. alone with yourself. And uh, that's that's very good. That's very good. I didn't know you were a meditative one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you do do a little bit of meditation here there. A little bit. Oh, that's good. That's good. Finding your own self. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's a very, very potent thing right there because... Kids, uh, people are lost, not just kids, man, adults, everybody, you know what I mean? Like we need to make sure that we find ourselves, you know what I mean? And, and, and being us, because if, when, whenever you're not yourself, you're robbing everybody else of who you truly are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that's a, that's a travesty right there. Let me ask you this real quick. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to you? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You thought it was going to be a cakewalk, eh? Um, What does love mean to you? Love means respect, you know? Mm. It's having respect for yourself, Mm -hmm. having respect. It's just exactly what you say all the time, you know? Having respect for yourself, having respect for other people, and having respect for God. Mm. So that's what it means to you. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Do you, like, do you, do you, uh, F. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, do you find yourself, uh, have you ever wondered if you were loved? Yeah. Have. Yeah. How was that? Well, it's hard because I'll explain this. It's like sometimes, you can literally like have no reason just to like doubt that mm. you know that somebody loves you mm-hmm. you know and that's such, that's such a like a like it's terrible you know 
That's right. And it's just, it goes back to like having respect for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. If you love yourself, then you probably like not going to have doubts whether other people love you or not, you know? Say that again. If you love yourself, then you probably won't have doubts whether other people love you. I find that, you know, that's, it's a real profound thing when you, when you, you know, to, to get to this place where you, you know, understand love and understand how it's manifested for you, mm-hmm. for you toward you. Right. One of the conversations, one of the things that we were talking about when I was talking to Abraham, he was saying how one of the things that he had to, you know, learn to, you know, one of the biggest challenges for him was to get over, um, you know, get over speaking negatively, speaking negatively about himself. You know what I mean? Like dealing with with inward dialogue right mm-hmm. is that something that you struggled with For as sure. well yeah and it's something that i still struggle with today like mm. sometimes you know if i'm thinking about like like regrets that i have or something mm-hmm. like sometimes you know it just you just have that like yeah you know i don't know how to explain it bro it's just i hear you i hear you mm-hmm. so what do you do like what do you what do you do to to try to get over that Usually I just start singing a song that I like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I think I think of it like I was something that's like it's not me, like it's it's foreign, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of self hatred, you know. Mm. So yeah. That, yeah, just I get you. Push it out. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The more and more you realize you know, who you are in your identity, the more you can actually learn to love, you know, yourself, because really, you know, the Bible says that, you know, you got to love your neighbor like you love yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you don't know how to love yourself, you sure can't love nobody else. You know what I mean? And and uh, I think when you, when you start to not love yourself, like self-hatred that you were saying, you know what I mean? Like, um, then if, if you don't love yourself, then you can lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, do anything in that sense. You know what I mean? Until there's an understanding of that, that love that, you know, it's okay to love me. You know, in my last episode, I talked about the man in the mirror. You know, when you look at the man in the mirror, what do you see? So let me ask you this question. When you look at the man in the mirror, what do you see? I see a man with a bright future. All right, come on, mm-hmm. come on. All right, preach it. <laughs> I, see, I see someone who's grown a lot. Absolutely, that's good. See, see what you're saying right here is profound. Again, it's it's huge because you know you. Mm-hmm. You look in the mirror. You you see certain things. If we both stand in front of a mirror and we're looking at each other, I, I can tell you what I see. But you see past what I see because mm-hmm. you can see inside you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's pretty, prof- that's, that's big right there. That, that's your, that's your response and that's your thought. That's pretty cool. Um, do you think your friends, the people around you, do you think that 
that really matters. It really helps in terms of getting to a place of removing, getting away from self-hatred and, you know, moving to a proper balance. You think your surrounding is important? Yeah, just all surroundings, like not just friends, but like family and just like just people that care for you and that love you mm -hmm. in that way. Like, you know, it'll help just surrounding yourself with good people that that's going to have a good impact on on yourself. That's right. Mm -hmm. So not just friends and, you know, family as well and whatever. Yeah. So. So, OK, let me ask you this then. We don't always see eye to eye. Mm hmm. Right? We don't we don't always agree on certain things. But we can have good conversations. Just like the other day when we had our conversation about ethics. Mm -hmm. You know, but we we can talk about certain things and we don't always see eye to eye. We can even disagree about a certain subject, but there shouldn't be a moment where even though we don't agree that we still don't love each other in the process. Mm -hmm. What's been your experience? Now, I'm going to get a little more. Well, we're going to get a little bit deeper here. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a little deeper because you're, you're 16 years old. You know, you're a young man. How do you deal with the times that, you know, you and I had some arguments or some, you know, talks where we didn't agree on something? And was it difficult for you to be able to process the difference between, okay, this is an argument and this is, you know, my father, and this is, you know, I'm his son, whatever, blah, blah. Did, could you, were you able to separate separate the things or were you, It was, was it more difficult for you to process? No, I don't think it was that difficult for me. I think it was very like, to me, uh, when like opinions are just opinions, right? It doesn't change who a person is, right? That's right. So the only thing that matters is like, who the person is and you know the, that's right their actions and that we use the right words too in the midst of of talking our opinions mm -hmm. because if i if i use certain words to describe you or something exactly. or you do the same to me then you know that's not necessarily the best thing i i remember one time where um in our relationship you know and i really value you know the the growth of our relationship mm -hmm. Um, I remember one time when, uh, I was, I was, uh, you know, dealing with you for something and I realized afterwards that I hurt your feelings in the process. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember coming back and asking you, did I hurt your feelings? You know, and then apologizing because of the fact that, you know, the goal when correcting is not to hurt. Mm -hmm. there's a big difference between correcting and abusing someone, mm -hmm. right? There's a big difference between correcting and abusing. I think society's trying to put everything all together, but correcting is absolutely necessary, mm -hmm. right? What, what's your thought about the difference between correcting and abusing? Abusing is done in like in, in negative negativity, you know, mm -hmm. it's done in, in hatred. It's done in, in anger, mm. you know, and correction is done in love. Yes. And that's yes. the difference, bro. That's why. That's good. That's good answer, man. Mm -hmm. That's really good answer. I always say that love 
validates correction. Mm-hmm. You know, and and love validates correction in a relationship, in the context of the relationship. Yeah. Because if there's no relationship and then then I can't correct you. You know what I mean? Like I can tell you something as an adult, whatever, but in the context of relationship, love definitely validates correction. Mm-hmm. Because when you know that what you're doing is to help out or to help you grow or to help you get better, then you grow into a different thing. You grow into being the young man that you're supposed to be. I feel nowadays that there's kind of a force that's trying to separate parents from their children. That's trying to drive them as as if like parents don't understand, you know, they're old whatever blah 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 and and people trying to do their own thing and as if the world like it's like like as if we're no longer part or connected to each other i i so i feel like there's kind of a push you know where people you know like kids just want to do their own thing and mm-hmm. whatever what, what do you think about that yeah it's like when i was like in my class right Mm-hmm. There's some people that are always like saying like, oh, I can't wait to move out. I can't wait to, you know, leave, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would, why would you, <laughs> why? Like, like, what's the point of that, you know? <laughs> like, a support that's there, you know? Yeah. You have people there that are like, you get free food, you get free house. Like, <laughs> what? Free housing, why would you free food. Do, why would you want to go, like, you know, get rid of all that? <laughs> you know, you're just putting yourself in a, in a bad situation. <laughs> Well, I see. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like there's there's kind of a, it's like there's a push out there. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's in the water. I don't know what it is. But it's like there's like a push for people to 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 make us at odds instead of realizing that you know we're on the same team here. I'm not raising you up for you to stay with me all your life. Like you need to get out, go on your own. You know what I mean? But at the right time, mm-hmm. right in the right context. So, I mean, the best is possible, of course. But the point is, we're still on the same team. You know what I mean? Like, I remember growing up, and I think it just it's just cyclical and generational because I couldn't wait to get out my mom's house. But then I realized, like, for what? Because really, sometimes when we we focus on what we want rather than what we need... Then we start making a whole bunch of decisions based on the wants instead mm-hmm. of the needs. Have you ever found yourself in a position like that? Yeah, for sure. Just like at uh, it goes back to like you know going to when I was like in uh, in middle school, like always trying yeah. to fit in with people. You know. Yeah. It's like I was wanting to be like cool, or I wanted to be like 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 everyone else i wanted to be like everyone else you know mm-hmm. and that was you know not what i needed that's right mm-hmm. how did you learn the difference i guess like it's partly from you you know and partly that it just like with like coming of age like just having those like that understanding that like you know there's some things that are just not necessary mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that that was your learning experience in terms of what is the stuff you want and what is the stuff you need. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that this is something that you really grasp or is it something that 
feel that might come back and bite you in the butt a little bit later. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you never know, you know? You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let me ask you this question. I'll come back. Okay. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Being like doing graphic design, bro. Oh. I want to do graphic design. <laughs> That's just one thing that I like never like really like got like I've I've like been into it kind of but like I never really like I don't really like put that much effort to win like to get like really good at it mm-hmm. but you know if I could wake up and be really good at it then you do know. it like that <laughs> eh? <laughs> all right yeah. one more one more fun one right here uh share one embarrassing moment in your life okay so I got I'm one for you too. I'm not gonna see how this was. I'm not gonna see how recent this was. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. That's good. Um. Uh. So it was. I was at school. <laughs> I was at a, a place. Okay. Okay. Well, we I know it's school. To, okay. I need to reach another destination. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. And uh, at the place <laughs> that I was at before, <laughs> I had been there for around eight hours. Okay. And I hadn't gone to the bathroom at all. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. I guess this is kind of only an embarrassing moment because I'm sharing it now because no one really knew about That's it. True. <laughs> but it was raining, like it was pouring raining, right? Okay. And I was walking up and I just couldn't hold it in anymore, bro. Uh, I couldn't hold it in. So I. So you peed on I yourself? Peed on myself while I was walking back. But good thing it was raining because uh, it didn't look like I was. And then I went. Through the garage. Oh my god! Into the house and changed my pants. And, <laughs> and you're not gonna tell us when that was. <laughs> but you have to be very intelligent mm-hmm. to say, you know what? It's raining right now. Let me pee right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good one, man. That's a and really like, good. One. There was no like secluded area that I could go or anything. That's right. That's because right. Because of the path that I was taking to go back. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Wow, it was okay. a good thing that it was raining, bro. Oh was, my goodness! Oh that was my, huge lifesaver. <laughs> so nobody can tell the difference whether uh, you peed on yourself or if it's the, the rain. That's a very intelligent thing. Yeah. Now, now see, now see, now yeah, I want to figure out when that was. That's what <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> but you know what? That's all good. That will be for another day. Listen, mm-hmm. um, I, as I said in the beginning, um, if parents or somebody wants a computer they want to be able to reach out to you or whatever where you can put something together for them charge them of course your fee and all that kind of stuff where can they find you well i'm not really on that much like public social media right now Uh uh-huh but on instagram i do have instagram so but i don't check it that often but well now check it uh underscore (laughs) izzy.exe underscore Izzy.exe. How do you spell it? Uh, underscore I-Z-Z-Y dot E-X-E underscore. I-Z-Z-Y mm-hmm. dot E-X-E. Mm-hmm. Underscore. Underscore. On both sides. Oh, okay. Underscore on both underscore sides. On both sides. Got it. Listen, this was really nice. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, doing this interview with me. I really, really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? You've been a real, real, real good guest. Thank you so much. 
And uh, we're going to do this some more. Next time, we're going to have a nice conversation about ethics. I'll answer that next question next time. The, uh, no problem, next buddy. Question. No worries. <laughs> no worries. It's all good, man. That's what it's all about. Real people, real conversation, real change. So there you got it, people. Thank you so much for, your he- for, for listening to us. Um, man, we just had a nice little conversation with Mr. Israel Melchizedek Aristide. And uh, I'm going to continue doing these interviews with the family right now and, uh, and, and keep going in that route. Uh, now that things are opening up again, soon we'll have more guests now because we can get together, we can talk, we can share. So thank you so much, guys. Take care. God bless. Be safe. Faith Family Finance, the podcast. Thank you.